0: Hello and welcome to Voices from the Frontline from the Christian Medical Fellowship where we hear from healthcare professionals on the front line of the COVID-19 crisis. Now this is number 16. We're um airing this just after Easter so happy Easter to you and we've had 15 episodes before this one so do check those out Um, and today I'm delighted to be joined by the senior manager. It's really important what healthcare workers are doing on the front line, but so much of it is not even possible without those working behind the scenes and so today I'm delighted to welcome Neil who is a senior manager in the NHS in London. Welcome Neil. Thank you, it's good to be here. Neil, do give us an idea of what you do in in uh, in your day to day work, and then I'll ask you how things have changed in the last few weeks.
1: Thank you. Um, in my day to day work, I lead uh, an organisation called the Clinical Commissioning Group, which is about trying to improve the health and outcomes for parts of London. I'm responsible for two London boroughs, and what we've been trying to do is improve mental health, how GPs work, how we work with the hospitals, and basically trying to improve what we do with children, uh, what we do with the elderly, um, and making sure all the services are designed in such a way so we get really good outcomes for our population. So that's our day-to-day thing. I'm, I lead an organisation. Um, we employ about 140 people, um, number of clinicians, medicines management, GP advice, and things like that. Um, and basically, uh, we're there to serve uh, our population.
0: Neil, no, thank you for that. Um, I wonder if you could just give us a, a feeling of what's changed then, because there must be seismic changes for you with what's going on with COVID-19.
1: Yeah, it's been a fundamental change. So we've really had to sort of look at all of our staff um, differently. Uh, we do basically three key functions. We've got a group of staff focusing on COVID directly in terms of running an incident room 8am to 8pm, seven days a week, making sure all of the Reporting and information that comes up from NHS England um, can get cascaded down to the front line and coordinating all of that. Um, So there's one of a third of our staff doing that. We've got a third of our staff going in and basically doing our business critical services, making sure GPs are supported, uh, IT systems working, uh, medicines are getting uh, delivered and our most vulnerable people, uh, children, people with learning disabilities, frail, elderly, are all getting the appropriate uh, care and support that they need. And there's another third, basically, they do more strategic planning work, finance work, governance and all of that stuff, which we've basically put on hold for basically the next three months. And a number of those staff are being redeployed into places like the Nightingale Hospital or providing support directly into our providers at this critical time.
0: Wow. So incredible, incredible changes then. Thank you for that, Neil. Um, Neil, it would be great just to hear about what brought you into into your role. I mean, I, I'm speaking to a number of Christians in, in all sorts of roles in the NHS, and it's great just to hear some of their stories. What, what brought you into this role in, in senior management?
1: So I started a career in manufacturing with Unilever, a um, bit time in the voluntary sector. Um, and then the NHS plan the first time round, just after New Labour came in. They wanted to bring experienced managers into the NHS, and so I, I came and joined 17 years ago. And uh, done a whole variety of roles, senior change management roles, uh, overseeing the London Ambulance Service for a while to do with the Olympics, um, lots and lots of change uh, programs. And uh, and then about three years ago, an opportunity came up at the organization I'm at now, and I applied for it, just felt that God opened the right doors uh, for me. Um, and I got to the final interview, and then sadly... I didn't get the job and I was really confused because I felt that God had led me to do that and I went on retreat afterwards and really prayed God why is that and I basically just lay it before God and what was interesting is I did a really important job anyway for about nine months but um, I got rung up and said uh, would you come back Um, we'd really love to have you and so the doors opened in the organization that I lead now um, and I came in the organization at the time was rated inadequate and requires improvement and, and needing huge amounts to change. Um, and basically, uh, through God's grace, he really equipped me to help lead that organization and turn it around from inadequate position to uh, good in, in, in under a year. And I know that wasn't because of what I did. It's because of what God was doing through me. And I knew I really had to rely on his strength and his spirit. Um, and so that's been a real sense of humility for me it's not about me but it's about trusting god and i really feel now in the current covid situation god has put me in a place for such a time as this and uh, i'm really encouraged uh by that um i had considered going into full-time christian work but i do believe that god has called me to be where i am now uh for, for this sort of opportunity
0: yeah it's great to hear and, and obviously i'm, I'm biased because i work for cmf i mean we're all about you know. I'll say the phrase: uniting and equipping Christian doctors and nurses to live and speak for Jesus Christ in the places that they spend most of their time. So it's it's just great to hear how God's led you to this position, um, just to this really influential position overseeing healthcare for you know over a half a million people. It's incredible. So we yeah thank God for that. Um, and Neil, just as we finish, how can we be praying for you um, and for others in? In your position, I understand there are other Christians involved in senior management and leadership in in London and across the UK. How can we be praying for you at this this time of, of crisis uh, around the world?
1: So I think one of the things that a lot of people are really struggling with is fear. And so I think there's a real opportunity as Christians to know that our, you know, our eternal hope is in Jesus and our faith. And we can know that um, we can provide reassurance to people about that eternal message. Um, I, I kind of like the Chaplin uh, kind of phraseology, which is being um, pastorally proactive but spiritually reactive. So um, I don't go out of my way to share my faith um, day in day out, but if opportunities arise, and I think at this point in time uh, there are a lot of people asking questions, um, and there's a real opportunity to say, well, as as a Christian, this is what I believe, and this is uh, something that really gives me the grounding, and I'm able to share that on a regular basis that there is hope um, in Jesus. And I know there's a whole number of people who are really struggling uh, with a sense of lack of hope at the moment. I'm really encouraged by uh, our our local Christians still getting together. There was a WhatsApp group that started with four people initially about praying for a particular GP who got admitted uh, with COVID, uh, who's thankfully now discharged. Uh, But that's now turned into a a Christian WhatsApp group of over 30 people. Uh, We had a, a Zoom Prayer meeting the other night um, with about seven eight of us. Uh, it's really encouraging to pray together um, and to to really know that God is with us and that His Spirit can use this opportunity to lead more people to know Him um, and a real sense that God has put us and Christians in a in a key place uh, for now. I think one of the key things I could be praying for is just resilience. It's it's quite intense days and we're making some really big strategic decisions about shaping. Uh, the services to support community uh, discharge at the moment, doing an audit of all patients who've got COVID and what their discharge needs are, making sure we can support people so that as many people as possible um, have good quality lives um, if they get through this uh, challenging virus.
0: Mm. Neil, it's great to hear from you. Thanks so much for joining me this evening. I know that um, it's been a long day for you and many people listening will be in similar positions doing long days and then uh, speaking with me in the evening. So much appreciated. Thank you. Thank you. Great, and it's great to hear that story from Neil about um, the the Zoom meetings and the the way that Christians are getting together. We're just seeing this happening, just like wildfire across the country, with groups getting together to meet virtually to pray. Um, at the moment if we can help you with that we'd be glad to do so check out our uh, resources pages where our pastoral care and well-being service is up and running if you'd like to contact us directly or get some advice on how to set up these groups with a christian medical fellowship this has been another voice from the front line. we'll look forward to seeing you next time bye for now